What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Zone with Garrett podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Riando, and we have another week in the books in the NFL. Uh, last week, I had a really good week. Once again, went 10-5 and five straight up and 10-5 and five against the spread. Brings my overall record to 43-19-1 straight up on the season and 39-21-1 against the spread. So looking to keep it going in week five. Before we get to my week five picks, I want to go like I usually do with my week four winner and loser. Uh, my winner this week was Joe Burrow. Um, rookie finally gets his first win as a quarterback. Really excited for the kid. Um, he was He's looking at a very uh, tough schedule the next few weeks, so it probably would have been a while before he got his first win. Um, I picked against him last week, so, you know, got it wrong, but I am definitely glad that he got the win. And then my week four loser has to be quarterback Nick Mullins of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, well, I should say backup. He uh, he really had one job, just don't turn the ball over, just be a game manager, and they would have won that game. Unfortunately, three turnovers, uh, very costly turnovers, probably would have gotten points on the board um, every drive. And one of them resulted in a pick six that really uh, put the nail in the coffin for the Niners last week. So yeah, uh, he's definitely got to be my loser for this week. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into my week five picks. All right, so just like last week, um, I wasn't able to get my episode out till Friday. Usually not the goal. I do like to get it out Thursday morning or Thursday early afternoon. Uh, but due to some COVID complications, there were a couple games that I wasn't sure um, whether they're going to be playing or not. So I kind of wanted to wait on that. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to get... Um, my prediction in for the Thursday night game. I did, however, put it on Facebook. Um, I had the Bucks winning 24 to 16 and covering the three and a half point spread. That did not happen. The Bears were pulled out a 20 to 19 victory. Um, I do want to go over a couple things that uh, stood out to me in that game uh, real quick. The Bucks had a really comfortable lead. They were dominating. Uh, looked like they were going to cruise up 13 to nothing. And then they made a couple of mistakes. I let the Bears right back into it. Bears go into the first into the halftime with a 14-13 lead. And then in the second half, it was really the Khalil Mack show. Um, had a couple sacks, was pressuring Brady pretty much the whole half. And uh, yeah, he took over like he can do. So um, Bucks are now 3-2, and two, got a tough game next week against the Packers. And then the Bears are 4-1. and one. Hats off to them. I don't think anybody thought they were going to be here. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to our Sunday games. All right, to kick off the Sunday morning games, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Last week, the Panthers won 31-21 against the Cardinals, and the Falcons lost 30-16 to against the Packers. Panthers were really impressive last week. Uh, dominated both sides of the ball against a pretty good Cardinals team. Um, what really stood out to me was their defense. They have been playing a lot better, uh, especially with all those young players that they have there. I mean, they spent all their draft picks on defensive players this year. You expect them to get better on defense. I don't think anybody expected it this soon, but you know, hats off to the coaching staff there. Really got those guys playing well, and they got them playing good on offense too. I mean, especially without Christian McCaffrey, I mean, they really haven't missed a beat without him in there. Falcons are in a, are complete opposite. Uh, the complete mess right now. They have a lot of injuries, especially in the secondary. Uh, doesn't look like there's any sense of urgency on either side of the ball. The coaching staff it looks like they're a disaster right now. 
Um, and speaking of the coach, I mean, you, you would have to think Dan Quinn's on the hot seat. Uh, 0-4 start, and especially the way they've lost a couple of these games, blowing double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. Um, definitely uh, something to keep an eye on as the season goes on. Um, so what I'm looking for in this game is uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Just continue a solid play. He's looked really good since coming off that knee injury. He had a play last week that uh, he had a couple cutbacks and ran for a 20-yard touchdown. So, yeah, definitely the knee looks good. And then the Falcons' offense, they need to bounce back. Um, there, there's no way they're going to win any games by not putting up 30 points. Their defense just isn't that good. And there's too much talent on the offensive side of the ball to only be scoring 16 points. So, um, with that being said, I do have the Panthers winning this week 30-27 to in Atlanta and covering the spread. All right, next up we have the Las Vegas Raiders playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are 12-point home favorites in this one. Raiders lost last week 30-23 to against the Bills, and the Chiefs won 26-10 to against the Patriots. Uh, what's really stood out to me for the Raiders is the defense is just bad. There's really no way around it. Uh, the pass rush can't get home, the tackling's bad, and the secondary can't guard anybody. And honestly, there always seems to be miscommunication back there too, so... Um, that's definitely on coaching, not putting your players in the right position. So we'll see what happens there. Definitely puts a lot of um, pressure on the offense. Almost need to play perfect to win and uh, gives them a very small margin for error. So um, the Chiefs offense last week uh, was definitely off. But, you know, that's going to happen when you go up against a Bill Belichick coach team. He always has a good game plan. He's going to take away your weapons. So, um, like I said, the Chiefs offense wasn't really all that great last week. But no need to worry. Um, they should be fine. They continue to be the best team in football. So uh, when I look at this matchup, um, I don't really see any different result coming from the last four meetings. Um, in those last four meetings, the closest game was 18 points, and that was a game where the Raiders led 10 nothing. So um, the Chiefs just have too much talent for this Raiders team. Raiders don't have a pass rush, which is really the only way to beat the Chiefs. And, you know, the Raiders offense, as good as it has been this year, and they are getting some weapons back this week, they, they just can't keep up with this Chiefs offense. So um, I do have the Chiefs winning 38-20 to this week and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Rams playing Washington. The Rams are 7.5-point road favorites in this one. They won 17-9 last week against the Giants, and Washington lost 31-17 to against the Ravens. When I look at the Rams, they are a very interesting team to me. Um, they've won their three games against the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants, and they lost their one game against the Bills. Um, this is their fourth and final game against the NFC East. In my opinion, uh, if you play the NFC East, you need to win those games. Um, and the Rams have done that so far, but they haven't been overly impressive doing it. Um, the offense has been really inconsistent. And that's really needs to be the strength of their team. Their, their defense is not good enough to carry them this whole season, especially with them starting to get a tougher schedule and start playing teams that are capable of scoring points. So definitely something to look forward uh, in the future weeks. Washington, uh, you know, they were just outmatched against a lot better Ravens team. They fought hard like a Ron Rivera team does. Um, they definitely miss Chase Young. And uh, their offense, you know, just they, they just can't get anything going this year. Um, only 17 points. Uh, they're going to try to, I guess, get it going with starting Kyle Allen this week. Not sure how much of a difference that will make. 
Um, but like I said, I mean, you got to make a change somewhere. I don't think they're giving up on Dwayne Haskins. Uh, it's only his second year, so he's going to get he's gonna get better eventually. I mean, you spent a first-round draft pick on him. you got to definitely give him a shot. So when I look at this game, um, like I already said, I need to see better play from Jared Goff in that offense. This almost needs to be like a tune-up getting you ready for the real season. And then um, for Washington, it'll help a lot if they can get Chase Young back this week. I know he returned to practice yesterday, so that's definitely a positive sign. And then I think uh, a lot of it will depend on the play of Kyle Allen. If he can give him a spark, um, play solid football, don't turn the ball over, they'll definitely be right in it till the end. With all that being said, I have the Rams winning 24-17 this week, but they do not cover the spread. Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Houston Texans. Texans are five and a half point favorites in this one. Jaguars lost 33 to 25 last week against the Bengals, and the Texans lost 31 to 23 against the Vikings. Jaguars offense did look a lot better last week with Shark in the lineup. However, their defense struggled again, and they are giving up almost 30 points a game this year. Texans, uh, their, lo- their loss resulted in firing their GM slash coach. And when you get off to an 0-4 start after trading your best player, you lo- you don't have first or second round draft picks the next couple years, and you get into an argument with J.J. Watt last week, yeah, that's going to result in an exit for you. Um, what I'm looking for in this game is the Texans starting over. They have a new culture now. Um, really want to see if Bill O'Brien was the cancer in that organization, and I want to see how they respond this week. And then... On the Jags side of the ball, I want to see if, you know, they can slow down anybody on defense. The Texans offense has not been good this year. So um, if the Jaguars, you know, can get out there and get a few stops on defense, that really gives them a good chance to win this week. Um, I really don't feel comfortable. Like if you're going to bet on this game, I I wouldn't. Uh, There's nothing to like about these two teams. Only two wins between them. Um, It's surprising that the Texans are this big of favorites, even though they're playing at home. But I mean... You know, it's hard to give five and a half points to a team when you're 0-4. So um, with all that being said, I have, I do have the Texans winning their first game of the year, 26-23, to but they do not cover the spread. Next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Jets. The Cardinals are seven-point road favorites in this one. They lost 31-21 to against the Panthers last week, and the Jets lost 37-28 to against the Broncos. In their game, the Cardinals were thoroughly outplayed, outcoached, outhustled, pretty much anything you can think of. Um, the offense is not in sync. The defense is all over the place. Uh, special teams is out of whack. Yeah, no, they, they have a lot to work on going into this game. Uh, the Jets, you know, they showed fight last week. I was actually impressed with Sam Darnold this game. Showed the toughness to come back in after an injury. Made quite a few plays to keep his team in the game. Uh, The defense struggled once again, and this time it was against a third-string quarterback. So um, there's a lot of concern on that side of the ball. Um, When I look at this game, uh, the big thing is Sam Darnold's not starting. Uh, Joe Flacco's going to be behind center. Darnold's out with a shoulder injury, and I personally think he gives them the best chance to win a game. Uh, Their chance to win a game isn't high, but like I said, if they're going to win a game, it's going to have to be with him behind center. Um, the problem with Joe Flacco starting is he's not mobile. The Jets offensive line is terrible. Um, and there's a reason Darnold's having to run around a lot. And so Flacco wants to sit back there and just sling the ball around and it's not going to happen. So I personally think that's going to result in at least a couple turnovers. And I think this is a get right game for the Cardinals. They were one of the best teams in football the first couple weeks. 
Um, and they need to get back to that. And most importantly, they need to get out of this game with no injuries. Um, this field has been an issue for any team traveling there, any team playing there. Number of guys have went down, just ask the Niners. And honestly, that's as important as getting out of there with a victory. With all that being said, I have the Cardinals winning this week 30-20 to 20 and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are seven-point home favorites in this one. Eagles won 25-20 against the 49ers last week, and the Steelers did not play due to COVID concerns. Eagles showed a lot of grit last week in their victory. It wasn't pretty, and it really took a Nick Mullins collapse, but you know what? This is the NFL, and you take your wins where you can get them. The Steelers essentially got an early bye because of the Titans' COVID issues. Um, they will be healthy, they're going to be fresh, and personally, I think they're going to be a little pissed off with it, the way everything went down. Uh, real quick in this matchup, um, I think the big thing to look for is the Steelers' pass rush against the Eagles' offensive line. I don't think it's a secret that the Eagles' offensive line is not a strength of that team. Uh, Carson Wentz is constantly under pressure, and unfortunately for them this week, they are playing one of the best pass rushes in the league. Uh, I expect the Steelers to get to Wentz early and often, probably cause a few turnovers, and I expect them to run away with this one pretty easily. Uh, Steelers win 27-13, to and they cover the spread. Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Baltimore to take on the 13-and-a-half home favorite Ravens. Bengals won 33-25 against the Jaguars last week, and the Ravens won 31-17 against Washington. Congrats to Joe Burrow. Uh, got his first win as a rookie. Right now, I think he's the front runner for the rookie of the year. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, that is. And uh, it's a good thing they did get their win this week because I think I mentioned it earlier, um, the next five or six games are really tough against playoff caliber teams. So like I said, good good for him that he got his first win. Uh, the Ravens, they won their game rather comfortably against Washington as to be expected. Um, but they still look a little off. Uh, they have looked a little off the last couple weeks. They weren't really all that competitive against the Chiefs last week. And they really just seem like they're missing their swagger from last year. Um, I know that's weird to think of that as like something to do with football, but I think it is. Like, you know, when the Ravens have that swagger and they know they're going to beat you, um, they didn't hold back on opponents last year. They were just outplaying and they didn't care what the score is. They were going to run up the score. This year, it seems a little different. I think Harbaugh needs to change something up and get that team going. Um, in this game, uh, that's really what I'm looking for is the Ravens to get their swag back. Uh, get back to the running game. I know um, Lamar Jackson says, oh, I'm a quarterback, not a running back. That's fine and all, but you know what? The strength of this team is their running game, and you just need to get back to that. The Bengals, they gave up a lot of yards on the ground. Um, we saw it against the Browns a couple weeks ago. We've, saw, we've seen it consistently this year. So yeah, Ravens get back to the running game. Um, if the Bengals have any chance of winning this game, uh, they need to get out to an early lead so the Ravens will try to throw the ball. Uh, we've seen them consistently try to do that in games they've fallen behind. They did it last year against in the playoffs against the Titans. They did it this year against the Chiefs, and it wasn't a good result for them. So yeah, if the Bengals have any chance in this game, they do need to jump out to an early lead. I do not see that happening, though. I think the Ravens cruise. They win 38-24, to and they cover the spread. Next up, we have the Miami Dolphins traveling to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are nine-point home favorites in this one. Dolphins lost 31-23 last week against the Seahawks, and the 49ers lost 25-20 against the Eagles. 
One thing I've noticed about the Dolphins this year is they have remained competitive in every game this season. Uh, Fitzpatrick is doing a good job holding down the fort right now. But eventually we need to see Tua, and I think it needs to be sooner than later. Let's be realistic. The Dolphins are probably not competing for a playoff spot this year unless something turns around really quick. Um, and Tua needs the experience. Uh, you know, they got a lot of new pieces in the offseason, and I think they need to start seeing what they have with Tua as the quarterback. Uh, get him this ex- experience this year, and then come next year, he'll be ready. The game will have slowed down a little bit, and you guys can compete for a playoff spot. And then when I look at the 49ers, um, you know, they lost the game they should have won. You know, even with all those injuries, uh, Mullins really blew the game for him with all those turnovers. I was impressed with the defense. They played really well, all things considered, with all the injuries. I think the most important thing for this team right now is the health the health of the offense. Um, it looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back. It looks like Raheem Mostert's coming back this week. Debo Samuel came back last week. He looks healthy. Uh, Kittle came back last week. So, yeah, it's all about health on that offensive side of the ball. Um, what I'm looking for in this game is how soon the offense is going to click for the 49ers. They're going to start playing better opponents starting next week. Even the Dolphins are a relatively tough opponent. So the offense is going to need to score points in order to win games because the defense, you know, as well as they've played with all these injuries, they're going to start giving up more points when they start playing better teams. So the offense is really going to have to start putting up a lot of points to win these games. And then for the Dolphins, it it really matters which Fitzpatrick shows up. Is it going to be Fitz magic or is it going to be the guy that throws three interceptions in this game and they lose? Um, when it comes down to it, I think the Niners, they just need this game more than the Dolphins. Um, like I said, the Dolphins will compete, but like I said, the Niners schedule gets really tough after this. They need a victory. They need to have a winning record going into this tough stretch. I think they win a close one, 27 to 26, but do not cover the spread. Next up, we have the New York Giants taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites in this one. Giants lost 17-9 last week against the Rams, and the Cowboys lost 49-38 against the Browns. Uh, Giants' offense is bad. They were they were bad when they had Saquon Barkley. They're bad without him. Only three touchdowns this season. It's, it's just a mess. Their defense, you know, they play hard. You know, they're not the most talented unit, but they do their best to keep that offense in games. It's just, you know, when your offense is only giving you that many touchdowns this year, it's hard to be in any game, so... When you're looking at the Cowboys, uh, offense is talented. They need to figure out a way to get going earlier in games, and they need to limit the turnovers. That's really shot them in the foot this year. The defense, they're they're just bad. I know they've had injuries, but you know what? Everybody has injuries. That can't be an excuse. Um, they're giving up over 30 points a game, giving up 49 last week. You know, it's just it's unacceptable. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the football, and they're just not putting it together right now. When I look at the matchup in this game, uh, it really comes down to who's worse, Cowboys defense or the Giants offense. And as bad as the Cowboys defense is, the Giants offense, like I said, only three touchdowns this year. I can't put any trust in them if they're if that's the way they're going to perform. So um, I think it's an ugly game. I don't probably not going to watch any of it, but the Cowboys win 31 to 20 and cover the spread. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Uh, This is one of my favorite games of the week. The Colts were originally were one and a half point road favorites in this one, but since then the line has shifted to even. So this has turned into a pick'em game. 
the Colts won last week 19-11 against the Bears, and the Browns won 49-38 against the Cowboys. When I look at this Colts team, um, it's kind of strange because the offense was kind of the talk of the team in the offseason, especially with getting Phillip Rivers, but you know, they've really struggled. They've been inconsistent. They haven't played that great. And they've kind of turned into an offense where basically just don't turn the ball over. They are going to score some points. But yeah, don't don't turn the ball over and basically let that defense go win the game for you. Um, the defense has been one of the best in football so far. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that up. Looking at the Browns, um, the offense is playing its best football since Odell Beckham has arrived. Um, he got here a couple years ago and, you know, haven't really seen a consistent Odell, but he's healthy now. Uh, this is the best he's looked, you know, the offensive coordinator is finding him different ways to get the ball. Um, and then when I look at the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, they they got issues on that side of the ball, but you know what? Miles Garrett's making up for a lot of that. He's been kind of a one man wrecking crew on that defensive side of the ball. And it'll be interesting to see if he can keep that going for him. So when I look at this game, um, both teams have got a three-game win streak. Um, Neither one has been overly impressive. I mean, the Colts, who they beat? They beat the Bears, which, you know, since the Bears won last night against the Bucks, I guess, you know, that's a more impressive win than I thought. But then their other two games were against the uh, Texans, who haven't won a game this year, and the Jets, who haven't won a game this year. And then the Browns, they um, they they beat the Bengals. They beat the Cowboys, who are really struggling this year, and then they beat the Washington football team. So, you know, none of those games really stick out to me. So it's going to be interesting to see which 3-1 and football team is for real. Um, the main matchup in this game that I'm looking for is the Colts defense versus the Browns offense. Uh, the strength of both teams. Browns, um, the offensive coordinator has called really good games the past few games. Um, they need to continue to run the ball and find creative ways to get uh, Odell Beckham the ball. And then I think we're going to find out a lot about this Colts defense this week. They haven't really faced a juggernaut offense yet. Browns should be their first good test. So I think whoever comes out on top of those sides of the ball is going to win the game. Um, so with all that being said, I do have the Browns winning a close one, 24-23 at home and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Sunday night football game for this week. We have the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks are seven-point favorites in this one. We had the Vikings winning 31-23 last week against the Texans and the Seahawks winning 31-23 against the Dolphins. Uh, Vikings finally get their first win of the season. Granted, it was against a bad Texas te- Texans team, but like I've said before, you know, the NFL, you take your wins where you can get them. And nothing's really changed for the Vikings, even though they won the game. Uh, Defense was a little bit better, but Texans aren't, you know, a great offense. And then as far as the offense goes, I mean, Dalvin Cook is the center of that offense. He needs to be the focus. uh, Keep giving him the ball. Um, Kirk Cousins is a very up-and-down quarterback, so he'll either win you or lose you a game. So, yeah, you know what? You just need to feed Dalvin Cook. Don't take any chances, and that's really your best chance to win a game. Uh, Seahawks start 4-0 undefeated um you know nothing really changed they kind of been doing what they've been doing all year one thing I have noticed about them is they seem to play to the level of their opponent which can be a good thing when you're playing teams that are better than you but they haven't played a team that's better than them yet this year so they need to find a way to kind of just keep their foot on the pedal um, and not let these teams hang around because you know what it is going to 
bite them in the butt one of these days. So what I'm looking for in this game is, you know what, the Seahawks are the more talent te talented team. But basically what I just said, I, I need to see them actually blow a team away and show that they are one of the bigger powerhouses in the NFL. Um, right now, they have lacked the ability to do that. So, and I don't think they're going to do it again this week. Um, I think the Vikings are going to hang around. Um, I think Dalvin Cook will get involved early and often. He'll keep them in the game. But ultimately, I see the Seahawks winning 34-26 to and barely covering the spread. All right, next up we have the Denver Broncos traveling to New England to take on the Patriots. Uh, there are two spreads in this game, and it's going to depend on whether Cam Newton plays or not. Of course, he has COVID right now. Uh, the Patriots are 10.5 point favorites if Cam plays, and they are only 3.5 point favorites if he does not play. Uh, the Broncos won 37-28 last week against the Jets, and the Patriots lost 26-10 against the Chiefs. Um, really, the big question in this game is who's going to be playing quarterback for both teams. It's been reported that Drew Locke is starting to practice again, um, so he's going to be questionable, not sure if he's playing or not. And then uh, for the Patriots, like I said, Cam Newton. Um, obviously, he's you know physically fine, but we got to wait and see uh, if he's cleared as far as COVID goes. So looking at all this, um, there's really no good way to break down the game. Uh, really what I'm going to look at is I trust Bill Belichick and I trust that defense. The defense has been good this year. Um, even without, you know, a lot of their players, you know, deciding to opt out because of the COVID issue and losing some in free agency, uh, Belichick is still going to be Belichick. He's going to take out your best offensive weapons. Um, as far as the Broncos go, you know, who knows really what their best offensive weapon is right now with all their injuries. So yeah, it basically comes down to, I trust Bill Belichick. I do not trust the Broncos offense. And so my predictions for this week is, like I said, with Cam Newton, they're favored by 10 and a half. I think that's a bit much just because uh, you don't know how Cam's going to respond after missing a week. Um, so I have the Patriots winning if he plays, but I don't have them covering the 10 and a half point spread. And then if Cam Newton does not play, um, I still have the Patriots winning and I have them covering the three and a half point spread. So like I said, I just trust the defense and Bill Belichick more than I trust the Broncos. All right, so that was the Monday afternoon game. Uh, the Monday night game is the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Saints are eight point favorites in this game. Chargers lost 38 to 31 against the Bucks, and the Saints won 35 to 29 against the Lions. Uh, story for the Chargers is uh, Herbert played well again, and he's been the na he's been named the starter going forward. You really feel bad for Tyrod Taylor because of that unfortunate rib injury, but honestly, I think this is a blessing in disguise for the Chargers. Uh, Herbert's been playing really well, and um, you know I don't think the Chargers are going to be much of a factor this year, just with all the injuries and everything. But you know, get the kid experience now. Let him get the whole season under his belt, and come next year, hopefully. Fingers crossed they can stay healthy and they'll be a factor. Um, and then as far as the Saints, you know, the Saints looked a lot more like the team we've seen in the past. Um, without Jared Cook and Michael Thomas again, Drew Brees finally started to look like himself. They got off to a rough start, falling behind 14-0. But then, you know, 
scoring 35 unanswered points uh, and, you know, getting Kamara going that, you know, that's the focal point of the offense. Even when Michael Thomas comes back and Jared Cook, uh, you need to just feed Kamara the ball. He's one of the best running backs in the game right now. And the defense did look a lot better. Uh, Gave up 29 points, but you know what? The last two touchdowns are really just kind of garbage time points to make the game look a little closer than it was. So in this game, um, I'm looking for, you know, both teams are going to put up points. Uh, Chargers have shown that. The Saints, you know, it sounds like they're getting Michael Thomas and Jared Cook back, so that should help the offense significantly. Um, But the bottom line in this game is the Saints defense is going to make more stops than the Chargers. Uh, Like I said, the Chargers are going to keep it close and uh, close enough to where I don't think the Saints are going to win by more than the eight points. So my prediction for this game is the Saints win 34 to 27, but do not cover the spread. All right, to conclude week five, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Tennessee Titans. There is no spread on this game, and the game has been pushed to Tuesday because of the Titans' COVID concerns. Uh, The Bills won 30 to 23 last week against the Raiders, and of course the Titans did not play. When looking at the Bills, their offense has been the strength of this team this year, and it continued last week. Uh, Josh Allen playing probably the best football of his career, definitely an MVP candidate, and he's just got to keep that going. Defense played a lot better last week, especially in the second half. Um, they were able to pressure Derek Carr. They shut down the running game, and it, they, it seems like they might finally be uh, getting in sync on that defensive side of the ball. Looking at the Titans, I'm not really sure what to expect from them. Um, When you look at their three wins, they're undefeated, but none of them has been overly impressive, and it hasn't really been against a good team yet this year. Um, So yeah, and you're not not sure how they're going to come out following all this COVID-19 stuff. So um, key matchup in this game is the Titans running game against the Bills run D. Titans, they really got their running game going last week. Uh, Henry had a couple touchdowns, over 100 yards, and that's really their success to winning any football game. And it's going to be a big factor in this game because if they can keep Josh Allen and that offense off the field, then they're going to have a good chance to win. As I mentioned, the Bills' run defense did a really good job last week, probably their definitely their best uh, game this year, shutting down Josh Jacobs. So, um like I said, if the Titans can run the ball, they have a very good chance to win this game. If they can't, then the Bills are probably going to run away with it. Um, with all that being said, I do have the Bills winning this game, 30-24. to 24, And like I said, there's no spread, but they cover. All right, so those are my picks for Week 5. Let's go ahead, and I had a couple parlays last week. Um, I will say I got close on both of them. The Niners and the Cardinals came up short, so... Uh, That resulted in two losses for me. Uh, Let's go ahead and look at my big bet of the week this week and my little small parlay I got going on. For the bet, uh, I have the Chiefs at 12-point home favorites against the Raiders. Um, As I mentioned earlier, the, uh, the Chiefs have absolutely dominated the Raiders the last four games with Mahomes back there. Closest game was a 18-point victory for the Chiefs. And like I said, that, that was a game where the Raiders led 10-0. So uh, Raiders' defense is terrible. They're not going to be able to generate a pass rush. Um, Mahomes should be able to do whatever he wants. And I, I don't expect this game to be close for very long. So I got a $100 bet on that one to win 90 um, So, yeah, uh, I you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, go bet $100 like me. But... Um, that, that's just how much confidence I have in this pick. And then, um, I went 
for my parlay, um, I had a five-game and an eight-game parlay last week, and obviously it didn't work out for me last week, so I'm going to go ahead and do a little bit smaller parlay this week, especially with a lot of toss-up games this week. Um, there's a lot of games where I just don't have a lot of confidence in teams. So my parlay this week, I have the Dolphins as nine-point underdogs over the Niners. Uh, I'm going with the Dolphins in this one just because, like I said, they've been competitive all year. And the Niners, you know, they, they really struggled last week. Yes, they're getting some offensive pieces this week. But it might take them a little time to kind of gel. And I just don't know if the Niners' defense can hold up. Like I said, I do have the Niners winning the game, but I just feel like the Dolphins can cover nine points. And then my next one, I have the Browns over the Colts. Uh, that's just a pick em game. I think the Browns are have been a little bit more impressive this year, and they have the better offense. And then the Steelers uh, over the Eagles. The Steelers are favored by seven points. I have the Steelers covering that spread. Like I said, they're going to be pissed off coming after having an early bye last week, not being able to play. And they're just flat out the better football team. That defensive line is going to dominate the Eagles' offensive line. So for that, I have a $20 bet on that parlay, and it could win $116. All right, guys. Well, that is my picks, those my big bet, my parlay. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode, and I will see you next week. Enjoy the weekend, guys.